Last time on the Skip and Josh podcast. Oh no, you got jury duty. I got jury duty. I have to go there on Monday. I'm probably going to sit there all day and twiddle my thumbs. I might not get selected. They're just going to ask you some questions. You just have to tell them that you don't allow outside clothes in your bed. They're going to dismiss you. (laughs) I don't. I don't think it's that simple. I'll try that and see what happens. You're listening to the Skip and Josh podcast with Skip Sherman and Josh Obadia. Okay, Skip. So today we're doing an episode all about the show, the Disney Plus show, or mm-hmm. maybe it's a Hulu show. It is Hulu, yeah. Called Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to that in a minute, but I have a few housekeeping items that I need to let the listeners know about. First thing is, we're here in person. I know you like to always tell people where we are. Right. Well, Set I, the scene. I'm glad you mentioned that because <laughs> I forgot to mention that, yes, we're here in person. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two... I had mentioned, I don't know, a month ago that I was going to go see Crowded House. Oh, yeah. You told me that. And it was supposed to have happened a few weeks ago, but the concert got canceled or postponed because the drummer has a back injury and his doctor told him that he can't tour. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah. So, but they didn't cancel it. They postponed it, but they didn't give a date. That's a a bad thing when those shows get canceled because you know what's going to happen? All of a sudden, it's going to reemerge. Four months, five months from now, you're like you're gonna get an email saying Crowded House is coming on in a in a week, and it's like you better make your your plans, you know. <laughs> like hope you're home. So anyway, so that's the Crowded House update. The other mm-hmm. update, I talked about this um, survey that I answered, yeah. and I received an email saying that I've won five hundred dollars. You got your cash. I just want to let you know, I got my five hundred dollars. It's in my bank account, and no money was taken out because I never gave them my account number. Right. They just sent me an email. Right. Like Randy it, uh, Moss says. Straight, straight cash, cash homies. <laughs> right. Right. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> but the most important update I want to tell you about. Now, this one's a little bit longer, so you got to stay with me here. Sure. So, okay. So, dating apps. You haven't dated in, what, 30-something years, maybe? Since 1991. Right. So, you don't know anything about dating, and you don't know anything about dating apps. Zero. So, you're going to have to just trust me. Everything here. I know is just the little bit that you told me. Like, last year, I asked you all about the different apps, and, you know. You're going to have to trust me here. Okay. So, I, I have a dating app on my phone, and they're all kind of different, but they're all kind of similar. I mean, they're similar in the sense that you are trying to meet people, mm-hmm. but they're different in that... Some of them ask you a lot of questions and you have to fill in a lot of information before you can actually post your profile. Mm-hmm. They want like all kinds of details, which they, is really annoying. They say they want to match you, right? Yeah, but so they say they have these algorithms and whatever and they ask you all these questions. And, mm-hmm. and then there are others which complete complete opposite where you just post a few photos of yourself and you put your age and maybe your height yeah. and that's it. You're done, right? <laughs> so there's different types of apps. You're done. So anyway, the app on my phone, they give you the option of posting up to six photos. And, you know, they ask you questions like, well, your age is important, your height. Uh, Other questions which are optional, like you can put religion, you can put the city where you were born, you can put your occupation. They ask you, do you smoke? Do you smoke weed? Do you do drugs? Do you drink alcohol? Okay. You know, those types of questions. Your Zodiac song. Really? Right. Then, are you vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? It's on there. Yes, yeah. it's on there. Yes, yeah, that's on one there. of the questions. Right. You don't have to answer it though. Right. So there's also a few little sections. They call it prompts. So they will give you the start of the sentence and you have to finish the sentence. Okay. Like, the key to my heart is, 
and you could say chocolate. Okay. Whatever. Or oh, you can write a whole long yeah. thing if you want. This like, is like something you did in grade five. Right. right. You know, other things like, uh, I, you know, the dorkiest thing about me is, yeah, and okay. then you can write like one word or a sentence or okay. whatever you want. So you're trying to get to know a little bit about the person. The point is it gives you, you know, some sort of vague idea, creativity. <laughs> you can, you can write stuff about yourself. Right. And the truth is most people don't even read these things. So you can write whatever you want, but most people don't read it. They just look at the pictures. The picture is everything, isn't it? And if it? they like the picture, they like it. And if they don't, they skip to the next person. Right. The picture, I can imagine the picture must count for 90% of everything. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Especially if you're as superficial as you and me. <laughs> so, so the thing is, when someone does like your profile, they can either like one of the photos yeah. or they can like one of your comments. Mm -hmm. But it's very rare that someone likes one of your comments because, as I said, they probably don't read the comments right. or the prompts. They call them prompts. So if someone actually does like one of your comments, then that means, A, they read it, yeah. and B, you must have written something interesting. Oh, okay, see where this is going. So, right. So, yeah. so I think that the comments that I've written are actually quite interesting. <laughs> the problem is no one reads them. So one of the prompts I wrote was, the, the prompt that they give you is, the way to win me over is and you have to finish the sentence. Okay. So what I wrote is, the way to win me over is, words strung together to form a sentence followed by a question mark, which conveys interest, thus initiating the game of conversation. It's much like tennis. Oh my God. <laughs> That's now crazy. the reason I wrote this is because too often, I'll try to have a conversation with someone, I'll ask them, you know, where are you from? And they'll answer, but they won't ask me a question. Right, so it's completely So one then I have way. to ask them another question, like, what do you do for work? And they'll say, I'm an accountant, but they don't ask me a question. Right. And this goes on for a few minutes until I say, well, screw you. Yeah. Like, if you're not gonna ask me any questions, then leave me alone. Right. So this is why I put this there. Like I said, most people don't comment on your comments, they comment on your photos. But there is one prompt that I have on mine, in fact, it's the top one. And I have received many comments about it. Really? Yes. Meaning that A, it must be interesting. It's not the one you just read. No, it's okay. another one. It's A, it must be interesting. And B, people are actually reading. Right. And so the comment that I wrote is, the prompt they give you is, let's debate this topic. And what I wrote is, wearing outside clothes while oh. in or on the bed. <laughs> oh my God. And I have to tell you that every single person that commented on this says that you should never have outside clothes anywhere near the bed. So um, I just wanted to mention that to you because you thought it was a ridiculous question when I asked you last time, but <laughs> Look, it's, it's not a ridiculous question. It's not ridiculous. And we have proof to, <laughs> we have proof from listener mail to back that up. <laughs> right, so that's a good segue. So yeah. why, don't we, why don't we check the listener mail now? Mailbag. So we got a, um, a, a message from Vivian from Montreal. And she said she was listening to our podcast with her family in the car. And she agrees with you 100% that outside clothes have no business on the bed. Yes. <laughs> and then um, we don't have a lot. We didn't get a lot of listener mail for the, the last two seven questions episodes. But I forgot Jesse, our good friend in uh, Texas, in Dallas, he, he uh, emailed me about both the seven questions that I asked and the seven questions that you asked, but I, I forgot last time to mention this. So I, I, I'm not going to give 14 answers. I'm only gonna, just going to give you three. So he said, um, in terms of certain brands, you asked if like your brand loyal, he definitely says Heinz ketchup. Mm -hmm. And that's a great 
one that we didn't really think of, or maybe. But you don't like ketchup, you said. No, but if I'm gonna have it, I mean, I'm gonna buy when we buy ketchup in the house. I don't even look at the other brands, to mm-hmm. be honest, right? Um, you you asked me about my favorite day, and somehow my mind automatically went to sports because I kind of knew why you were asking me. So Jesse, of course, said, "Well, it's like Christmas or Thanksgiving," like, and he said that pineapple paired with pizza is okay. He he gives it a thumbs up. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and we got also a message from Naomi in Montreal who said she loved the inclusion of the song from Of Monsters and Men called Little Talks. And she said it's one of her favorite songs. So thank you for Naomi. That's great. It's, it's interesting when we did the female artist podcast mm-hmm. and I didn't, at first glance when you were, when we were recording, you said you I was you like, I didn't know any of these. The I didn't know any of these, right? right? But then, of course, when I go to edit the episode and I put the little song clips in, I got to find the clips. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, of course I know that. And the, the, this song, like Little Talks, I mean, I've heard that a thousand times. Of course, right? yeah. So, I mean. I was surprised was when you no-brainer. said you never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. No. All right. So that's Listener Mail. Okay. So now we have to get to our uh, yeah. our actual episode. So we decided, you know, we, we like talk. It's it's We watch a lot of shows, but it's not always, we don't always watch the same shows we have completely different tastes in shows like you're not watching any of the star wars stuff that i'm watching you're not watching the house of the dragon we made that clear right um i still watch survivor and big brother and all this stuff you're not anywhere near that right um, and you didn't watch you haven't watched any episodes of uh, marvelous no, mrs Maisel. yeah you haven't watched any episodes of better call Saul, which by the terrible. way recently ended i know i know and um I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but you need to watch Better Call Saul. I think I will. From I start to finish I, in order. I think I will. So so when I mentioned season one of Only Murders in the Building to you, like last year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then um, it got a lot of buzz and then you started watching it and I think you really enjoyed it. And then of course now we both watched season two more or less at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty funny because we <laughs> you were asking me like, what happened in season one? Like the plot points are like, I can't even remember anything. Like, honestly. Well, I will have a lot of questions for you. Well, I probably won't be able to answer. Okay. <laughs> I'll try. So, um, you're right. Uh, you're right what you said at the beginning of the show. Only Murders in the Building is a Hulu show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, internationally, and we in Canada are considered international. So, it's on Disney Plus for us mm-hmm. and for in other countries, too. Because Hulu's only in the United States. So, in case anyone doesn't know what Only Murders in the Building is. <laughs> it's a show starring Steve Martin, yeah. Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Yeah. And it's a show about a podcast. Yeah. And we're doing a podcast. That's what I thought it's even better. We're doing a show about a show about a podcast. Correct. <laughs> it's crazy. Good. So, you know, it's three strangers who live in this kind of exclusive building in New York. Uh, they bond over the fact that they really like this this uh, true crime podcast, which is completely based on sarah koenig serial but they never mention it except except on only murders in the building the host of the podcast is cinda canning yeah exactly played by tina fey correct yeah so they bond over the love of this true crime podcast and then when a murder happens in their building they decide we're going to do our own podcast to solve the murder and i mean it's not as simple as that because selena gomez's character is linked to the first murder she knows the people like it's like it's a little bit personal for her and then Season one ends right into season two because there's a new murder. And then season two is season two of their podcast, (laughs) which is to solve the new murder. And then, of course, season three is going to come and we already know there's another murder. But let's back up for a second. Yeah, yeah. Because the audacity of these three people, Charles, Oliver, and Mabel, to think that any three people could just do their own podcast. (laughs) 
Like, I mean, who do they think they are? Yes. They're just people who live in a building and like one of them's an actor and one of them's a producer and I don't yeah. even know what the uh, Mabel does. She does. She's an artist. She's okay. an artist. Yeah. And they think they could just get together and sit in a room and record a podcast? Well, like anybody can do that? Like wonder what we're doing now. <laughs> but the, the point of doing the pot, not the point of, but like somehow they became really successful, right? They even had their own little fans camped out. Yes, outside. they did. Yeah, right? and they They're... had, and they were all wearing their shirts with their you know oh faces God. on them. Too much, too much. So I mean, the beauty of the show, like I just kind of mentioned, is I don't like I don't really care that much about like the plot, <laughs> you know, like so the you plot, and I differ. the plot twists and turns in like a really crazy way all throughout. They lead you in one direction and another. It's almost it's like a classic like whodunit type of show. You know, that's the premise. It's you know? hard to follow, by it, the way. It is hard to follow. It twists and turns around. And and I don't care if I don't even understand what's going on. Because the beauty of the show is how the characters are written. It, it it's the attention to detail of a lot of the stuff is amazing. Like how they draw in like like celebrities and the the throwbacks to to serial, you know, the other podcast and just like the their interactions and I just think the whole thing is so funny. Like it is so funny on like a laugh out loud type of level, sometimes with Martin Short's type of jokes like the stuff he says, but just very clever funny in all the rest of the stuff. Like that's how Steve Martin is too, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's his kind of humor. And like it's three actors that really have no business being in a show together. Well, Martin Short and Steve Martin should be together. Yes. Like they, but Selena Gomez has no business being in the show with them. It shouldn't really work at all. And yet somehow it's really good. You know, it's just really, really good. So you and I have different perspectives on this yeah. because I actually try to follow the plot. Well, I mean, I try. The plot but... to me is the most important yeah. part. And there, I have so many questions because especially in season two, there are so many it's things every... that I didn't understand. It's all over the place. And like, two. it's like, you can't, sure, they figured it out in the end, but I still don't know how they figured it out. Like with all the information that you were given, there's no way you could have figured yeah, it out. Yeah, no, it was a little bit far-fetched at the end of season two. You know, they get everybody. Okay, by the way, spoilers. Well, I mean, are we talking about... We haven't talked no, no, about no, season no. one no, no, yet. No, no, I'm In general, this whole podcast today, what we're talking about... Right, if you haven't watched the show... From this point forward, we're giving you spoilers. We because, already did, didn't we? Well, we didn't really say who did anything, you know. Okay. But, but, you know, at the end of season two, they get everybody together in the one room, and they're like, dun-dun, we're going to big the big reveal now, you know. And I didn't see it coming. I thought he was actually dead. <laughs> so did I. And um, we're talking about Steve Martin's character. Yeah. And then, of course, he's not, and it's fake blood, and then... I actually thought it was the girl Alice, her friend. Right, right. You know, and then I was wondering what she's doing there. And then actually it completely made sense that it was the, the, um, Cindy Canning's. Becky, intern. I think her name is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that it completely made sense, you know, at the end. We like try to tie it together. But like, okay, so, so let me, before you ask me all your questions, just like I want to just want to like give the characters. Like we mentioned Steve Martin. He plays Charles Hayden Savage, who is a retired actor who is famous for his role on the 90s TV detective show Brazos, which is like, I, I found it so funny when he went, he, they make a reboot of Brazos in <laughs> season two because the, he's famous again. And yeah. it's really, really funny. His hair is ridiculous. <laughs> Martin Short plays Oliver Putnam, who is a washed up Broadway director, producer. Um, and he seems to have worked with every single person in Hollywood, like, Almost everything he says is like, 
the time I worked with so-and-so, the time I worked with so-and-so, the time I worked with, the time, like, it's just crazy. And, and half of it's probably not true, right? And, and he's annoyed all of them. All of them. They're all annoyed by him. <laughs> so he, it's all his little stories about all the things that he did and all the weird productions that he tried to put on are all hysterical. And then there's Selena Gomez who plays Mabel Mora, who's basically a young artist living in her aunt's apartment. It doesn't make sense how you have this super fancy apartment building, right, in New York City. And her apartment, her aunt's apartment, is like a dump. It's like completely being renovated. It looks like everything is all mixed up. I didn't think it was a dump. I no. thought she was painting her art her, directly on the wall. She walls. did, but I mean, there's nothing there. The apartment looks like it's like uh, more or less empty with hardly any furniture. I and, didn't notice that. Yeah, okay, anyways. like, Anyways, I just find Selena Gomez very charming in her way. Mm -hmm. um, and somehow she fits in with these two geezers, you know? So let's go. Give me the questions. Maybe I can help you decipher the show. Or maybe I'm not even going to remember anything. Well, before I get to the, my questions, so first of all, I just want to say I enjoyed season one more than season two. I agree. And there are some shows that should just, you do season one and you end it. Yeah, you should. It's like you dip the chip and, and you, you end it. Double dipped? What, what, what are you talking about? You dipped the chip, you took a bite, and you dipped again. <laughs> so? That's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip. <laughs> Look, from now on, when you take a chip, just take one dip and end it. They could have ruined it by doing season two. They could have. And they didn't ruin it. Because season two is still good. It's just... They might be ruining it by doing season I three. I think they are. With the, what they've let into, it looks kind of dumb. Um, but... But that murder... It's not even in the building. Correct. So maybe now fact, the podcast... And was, and was it a murder? I don't know. Maybe the podcast is going to be called Only Murders Out of the Building. Maybe they're going to change it. But um, the, the beauty of season one, it kind of reminded me of the reasons why I like Stranger Things season one. I didn't like it's, Stranger it's Things. It's very, very charming. Like, you get sucked into it. You like it. You like the characters. It's like, it just feels good when you watch it, right? And season two still had that feeling, but it was just a little bit more convoluted and the plot kind of went all over the place. And they tried to, you know, they tried to like one-up what they've done and they didn't need to, Right. It's just what they did in season one was good. It was really perfect, you know? The other reason I liked season one better than season two is in season one, the music that they used yeah. was a blatant copy of the podcast serial. Yeah. In season two, it wasn't as blatant. And I think, I don't know this for a fact, but I think the producers of serial to said to them, hey, you can't use this. If you continue to use this, you know, we're going to sue you. In season one, they would play like the theme song with the all like... Not the theme song, but like during the episode, the piano parts, yeah, right? Yeah. And then in season two, you would just do like one note of the piano or maybe two and then they would stop. Right. Right? To give you the little tease of what it was, but they didn't continue it. I agree. You're right. Like I that. remember telling you on our show that I don't know how they got away with that. The first it, time? Because it was blatant. Yeah. It was like the first time I played, my wife never listened to Serial. So the first time I watched season one and I heard that song, I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I stopped what we were watching. I said, did you hear the theme song that they just played? She's like, yeah. I was like, now listen to this. And I played the theme song to Serial. And she's like, how could they do that? Yeah, exactly. How could they do that? Meanwhile, meanwhile did you listen to the new episode of Serial? There's a new episode, one new episode. Yeah, yeah, like 10 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he's out of jail. But it wasn't brought to you by Mail Camp. <laughs> 
I didn't hear who was brought to you by. I didn't and uh, Kevin Garnett didn't do the sound editing. No, not this time. <laughs> so um, the other difference between season one and season two. So season one to me, they were just, it was just a plot. They were trying to uncover who the murderer was. Mm-hmm. Season two, it was all over the place. Like they had one episode where they went. a lot of flashbacks. Yeah, a lot of flashbacks where they went into... Uh, Charles's childhood and Oliver's childhood and Mabel's childhood and Bunny, the the owner, the the manager of the building. Like they showed her like her whole life story, right? I see. I forgot that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm wondering as I'm watching this, like, why are they showing me the childhood? It's not the type of show yeah. where you need to go deep into the characters. It's it's a, supposed to be, I thought, a comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't quite understand why they were going into these characters' childhoods. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know what the point of it was. It's to make 10 episodes. I guess, yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly, because they had to fill up 10 episodes. I think you're right. Think so you're right. so that was another difference between season one and season two, which yeah. is, again, why I prefer season one. I mean, season one did flashbacks. You don't remember. Like, the flashbacks they had were much more subtle and not like a whole episode of flashbacks like they did now. Mm-hmm. Like, in season two, it was like, today's the flashback of Steve Martin's childhood. The next one, today's all about Bunny's life. The next one is all about, you know, like it was like everybody had their own episode. Right. In season one, it was like, yeah, they flash back to Mabel when she was hanging out with her friends like five years before when the first murder took place. Not the murder, like the, the murder that they were, not the murder in the building, but the original that right. spawned it. And then, you know, the same thing. They showed a little bit of flashbacks with Steve Martin, with his his daughter, you know, his stepdaughter. Like there was little things, but not like a whole you know, the whole episode, yeah. Right. So now I think I get to some of my questions here. Okay, let's go for it. Q&A. So... I like I, as if I'm the expert. I only have one question from season one, and mm-hmm. the rest are all from season two. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember episode four, where Bugs Bunny's in the episode. That was dumb. Why was Bugs Bunny in the episode? I didn't understand I that at all. I don't know why they did that. It was trying to... I get. It was my... In my feeling, it was trying to show, like, Steve Martin just, like, traumatized by the fact that his step like he missed his stepdaughter so much that like he was just remembering her and that's what she liked and that's why he made eggs every day and threw them out because it was her omelet that he made for her well i know it was dumb but you notice that they 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 got rid of that pretty quick because i think it i think they realized it was kind of weird i mean i love bugs bunny i know but but i didn't know what 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 he was doing in the episode no it didn't make sense so that was my question from season one from season two i have a few questions Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know if it's episode one or two from season two where uh, Teddy Demas sees yeah. Oliver in the elevator. Yeah. And, like, he, he's very angry with him. Yeah. But I don't know why was he angry with him. He's angry at Oliver? Yes. Because there is one time where they're in the elevator and he wants to kill him because Oliver thinks that Teddy is his son. The, that's, she, that's later, later in the on, season. I'm talking, I'm talking the beginning. before they even discover that part. It must be because of, like, what happened in season one because... Teddy was exposed, and now he has the ankle bracelet. He's going to jail. Well, he's not going to jail, but he was but he's... exposed by by Oliver. Yeah, they Oliver and Mabel. They remember they they snuck into the um, mortuary that he owns, and then they found out that he, they were stealing jewelry from the dead body. Yes, I do vaguely remember. So that. That's, he, then they then they accused him of murder. They accused him of the murder mm-hmm. of Which Tim Cono's murder, he didn't do. but he didn't do. Okay. But um, in the process of that, they found out that he was stealing the. They were. He had a the whole, his his mortuary business was just stealing jewelry from dead bodies. That's how he had so much jewelry. Uh-huh. But I think that's why he's mad at him because he kind of ruined his his life. Even the even though, um, I think Teddy Demas thought that Oliver would be loyal to him because he 
lent him money over the years and they were friends and, mm -hmm. and all this, right? Although he shouldn't be loyal to him because we found out later that Teddy Dima slept with Oliver's wife. Right. <laughs> and actually is the father of his kid. Right. <laughs> so another question. Okay. But the painting in season two. Yeah. Which actually is Charles's father. Yeah. But it was in Bunny's apartment. Yeah. So if it's Charles's father, why is it in Bunny's apartment? I didn't get that. And then I have they to flash remember back, everything with the painting because it was a fake painting, right? Right, but there were the, the real painting was, was the same painting, just the real one. The real painting was in Bunny's apartment. The real one was underneath the birdcage, hidden. Right. But the point, my point is, if it's Charles's father, what's it doing in Bunny's apartment? No, because I think Bunny knew the Bunny knew the artist. Well, the artist ends up coming to Charles to visit to, him, to yeah, see him. Yeah. And says, you know, this is a fake. Yeah. But then they find the real, the real one, one by accident. Yeah. I think I think it's because, I mean, the I think Bunny knew the artist, like, when originally, originally. Okay, but how does the artist know... She just gave it to her. It wasn't even a famous painting, right? But how does the artist know Charles's father? Oh, well, they kind of show that when they flash back to Charles, like, he's a little kid sitting outside the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Charles's father had an affair with her. So or it's just a coincidence not. that his father is in a painting somewhere else in the building? Like, that's just a coincidence? I don't know. I'm going to tell you. Anyway, I, I didn't understand that whole story. The painting line. was weird. The painting was weird, and I don't even Especially think... Especially because... It was unnecessary, point, too, because it had nothing to do with anything. Right. The other part I didn't get was, at one point, the painting just shows up in Charles's apartment. Yeah, that... He, did, he didn't put it there. No. So who actually did it? I don't think they ever said. No, because... Yeah, they never even followed up on all that stuff. The painting showed up. The knife showed up. So right? th these are things that bother me because, like, you know, I I'm the because type we of person, know that Becky I was the murderer. To, right? I need to know. I yeah. need to know why this happened and who yeah. did it and whatever. And they don't answer any questions. So these things frustrate. Because me. they do show you that there's all these tunnels inside the the building where yes. people to get around. Yes. And Mabel knows about it, and the daughter. They eventually they all kind of know about them, but mostly. Um, Steve Martin's daughter knows about it because she knew about those tunnels before when she was a kid. But so the person who planted the painting and the knife must have known about those tunnels, right? Okay. That's how they got in and out of the apartment without anyone knowing. But, what but that's that not to... nothing to do with Becky. Correct. Oh, so, the, so what was the point of that? Unless whole story? it was Michael Rappaport and he was trying to frame them because he was working with Cinda. No, he was working with Becky. He was working with Becky, not Cinda. You're right. Yes. He was working with Becky. See, I don't even remember this stuff because it's so... Oh my God. But this is season two. You just watched this I a know, month ago. but you know, I can't remember anything. I can tell you the batting average of Al Oliver in 1982, but, but you I can't, can't tell, tell me you. what happened yesterday. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, I don't think I have any other questions. You don't? No, I don't think so. But like, I don't want to be like... Um, I want to ask you straight out. Like, do you like the show? Because we're being like pretty critical. I liked season one. I didn't like season two as much. Okay. I will watch season three because, I mean... Yeah, you're invested at this it's point. A, it's a, you know, it's a 22-minute show. The, the right? episodes are not long. You right. can watch yeah. the whole... We watch the whole season in like two days. Exactly. The other thing I like about the episodes is at the beginning, they show you like previously on. Yeah. And then they start the show, like they do a little bit of a start a the show before they do the theme music. Yeah, and sometimes the start of the show could be like five minutes. Correct, correct. And then you notice, I don't know if you notice, when they finally do start the show mm -hmm. after the theme music, they show you like it looks like a podcast. Yeah, with I know. The it's, it looks like this looks like the screen of like a podcast screen from like an old iPod, like right. the original podcast right. app. 
right? And if you notice the time, it's correct. It's it's correct. I with know. The actual show. I wrote that down in my notes. It's like, not, I don't think that's that's definitely intentional. Oh, 100 percent. They yeah. do it intentionally. Like the little the little box that shows like the podcast artwork, mm. like as if you're listening to it. Yeah. It's it shows you the 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 length of the I episode. D- I did appreciate that. It's the, that's that's when I say that they're the a lot of the stuff in the show is very very clever. It's mm. well written and it's clever. The jokes that Martin Short does, I don't know if those are written. I don't know if he makes them up. Like, when you're, like, a comic genius like this guy, like, I don't know if he's a, whatever you want to call him. Like, imagine, like, having a conversation with this guy. Like, you must die laughing. Like, how do you be around him? He must be cracking jokes every minute. Or you're exasperated. Or you're exasperated. Like, because the, the, his character is exasperating. Yeah. So even, like, even Charles and Mabel don't like him. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. So I wrote down some funny stuff about Oliver. Um, like they they get they find the secret elevator, right? Mm-hmm. This is like I looked up famous the most known quotes from Oliver Putnam in the show. So there's a list of this, and okay. I wrote down some funny ones. They find the elevator, and then he's like, they're like, Bunny. He's like, Bunny had a secret elevator, and they're like, and then he looks at them and he goes, Where does it go? Hell. <laughs> Like that's classic, he, right? He does that. Yes, he that's something like, he would Well, Bunny say tried to kick him out of the right. building. So at one point, like I, I mentioned, he's always name dropping. No matter what they say, he's like, "This reminds me of the time when I did this. This reminds me of the time." And he's always dropping like names. And so he mentions that he was in a 1991 musical of Macbeth, but it was called Macbeats, starring Vanilla Ice. <laughs> like this is like the complete random stuff that he says, right? Or he says he was in a he was in a um, his car. You know, he has his car. Mm-hmm. They drive his car it's in a nice season car. one. His car's name is Aphrodite. He named his car. He bought it in Los Angeles while filming Singing in the Rain 2. And he play, he pays for the parking in his building, even though the fact that he doesn't have a driver's license and the registration of the car expired 25 years ago. See, I didn't even know this. Well, I, mean, I looked this up today, right? They mentioned it, but I don't remember. And that. he mentions at one point he was on stage with uh, in a Las Vegas show of Penn & Teller. He ended up on stage with them. And now they're mad at him. Like you said, they all end, all the people that he name dropped, they all end up mad at him, right? Yes, yes. So he ended up drunk on stage with Tenham Teller. Um, that's just Oliver. He's just so funny. And then Steve Martin plays like the straight man, which Steve Martin does like in most of his roles, right? He's funny in his own like quirky way, right? I felt so bad for him in season one because he really was in love with, what was her name? Jan. Jan. Yes. And obviously we found out Jan was the killer, right? So What I liked about season two is that when he goes to visit Jan in prison... Which, she doesn't think they broke up! Right. <laughs> she thinks they're still dating, which is hilarious. The fact that you would actually go visit the person who tried to murder you is hilarious also. Yeah. And what's even more hilarious is she wants to be involved in solving this new murder. Right. Like, like she, as if nothing all, happened. First of all, she's in prison. Yeah. So how much work can she do from there? Yeah. But second of all, you tried to kill me. Like if I'm, if I'm Charles, you tried to kill me. Why am I even talking to you? It's like, we're doing this podcast now, right? And sometimes I travel for work, right? So I'm like, Josh, I'm going to be in Chicago. We might have to do the podcast two days early or two days later, or maybe postpone it a week, this episode. But like, imagine, like, God forbid, like, imagine like I'm in jail. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to be in jail for five years, (laughs) right? I have a five-year sentence. Yeah. And then you come to visit me and I'm like, okay, when are we, are we recording on Saturday? Like nothing happened. We we actually, I could bring a recorder to to prison when I visit you and we could record (laughs) every time I come visit you. She's in jail and it's like, it's not even a big deal. It's like, it's like a little speed bump in the road. We're still dating. Everything's normal. This is just where I live now. I'm in a cell. (laughs) That part I did like. (laughs) It's really quite funny, right? When you think about it. Um, There's another funny part that I really appreciated in, 
in season two, Charles's daughter shows up and he doesn't know how to talk to her. Mm-hmm. She ran away from home and she's got teenage girl problems and he doesn't know how to talk to her. So he tells Selena Gomez, he tells Mabel, can you go talk to her and see what's going on? So she's like, me? Like, he's like, well, you're a young person. So she goes to try to talk to her and it doesn't work out good. Like, she's not young enough. Like, Selena Gomez is talking to her and she realizes like, oh my God, I'm too old. I'm old too <laughs> compared to this girl, right? Well, yeah. Because so, this girl's like, what, 15? Yeah. I mean, Selena Gomez in real life, I don't know how old she is, but... In the show, I think she's supposed to be 25, 30? Something like this, yeah. So. But it's just so funny. She's like starts talking to her about different lingo and um, apps and like social media stuff. And Selena Gomez is like, what? <laughs> like, you got the wrong person for the job, you know? So it's funny. Um, apparently, the building where they live is inspired by an actual building. I thought it was an actual building. It is. I mean, it is. But there's an actual building called the Belmord in New York mm-hmm. that's inspired this thing. Steve Martin and Martin Short were... Well, Steve Martin is like had the original idea to do this show. And mm-hmm. then he brought in Martin Short and they're like the creators. Okay. And I think originally, originally they pitched it with like a third person, like a, a woman who was old as them. Someone mm-hmm. their age, right? And then at some point, some genius at Hulu... Must have thought, screw that, we're going to give you Selena Gomez. And and it's like, like I said at the beginning, it shouldn't work, but it does, right? That was a smart move. Because well, I mean, you want, the third person should be completely different. And, yeah. and she is. Also, you want to bring in young viewers. Like, I, look, I, like my kids didn't really watch this show. But they know, but there are kids, my kids age, that are going to watch this show. Because of Selena Because Gomez. she's in it. Yeah, for Solely sure. Solely because she's in it. 100%. You know? And if it was Steve Martin and Martin Short and... Andrea Martin, let's say, who's right. in this show. Who's in an episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they wouldn't watch. No, we, exactly. we might, but, you know, or maybe yeah. not. We might not, we might have just blown it off because Steve Martin, I'm like, what Well, the I only reason watch I'm him? watching is because you told me about it. Yeah. Otherwise, I never would have known about it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, we already talked about the theme song. Obviously, the, the throwback to Serial is nonstop, especially season two with Cinda Canning, right? Tina Fey is really, really funny. And she's kind of, I mean, we don't know what Sarah Canning is like, but now I think she's like Tina Fey. Well, Cinda Canning is ruthless. The real Cinda? Oh, the no, Cinda? No, oh, yeah. Cinda, Cinda Canning, the, the character She'll is do ruthless. anything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, and she also doesn't treat her employees very well. Terrible. So there are a lot of interesting co-stars and guest stars in the show. Yes. Right? So we already mentioned Nathan Lane. He plays yes. Teddy Demas. Well, Tina he's Faye. actually, he's not a, he's like in he's a lot of episodes. He's part of the show, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't play himself. There no. are people who play themselves. Yes, like Sting. Correct. <laughs> and Amy Schumer. Correct. <laughs> and, um... Well, Michael, Michael Rappaport is plays the, the police detective, right? And Shirley MacLaine was the the artist. I don't know if you know Shirley MacLaine. She's I know a, Shirley MacLaine, but she, I, she I didn't was, realize it was she her. She was the artist, and it's interesting because when she was in it at the beginning, my wife was like, "I'm always the one that's like, this is so and so, this is so and so." My mm. wife has no idea who anybody is, right? And she's like, "I think that's Shirley MacLaine," and I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> And I looked wow. it up, and it was her. That's impressive. Um, and then, of course, Andrea Martin. We mentioned she's only in season two, right? And Jane Lynch. <laughs> she, I, don't, I don't remember her. She plays his body double, his stunt double. Oh yes, Steve Martin's stunt double. Yes, which yes, is yes. hysterical because his stunt double is a woman, right? Who who looks like him exactly? Which it's absolutely amazing. And she does it so well. Uh, she, but she tries to be his stunt double in real life, right? Yes, yes, not just in acting. Right. Once they once they reconnect, she wants to like. She even like she even said like if you need to break up with with this girl, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. Yes. <laughs> So that was hilarious. Oh, it's just so clever. Like I could the, use a stunt double in real life. 
I would who, love that. Who, who couldn't? I, I, would, I would make my stunt double go to the office every time I had to go to the office and I would actually stay home. <laughs> Be great. So I asked you like if you like the show and, and so I sort of feel the same way. I really, really liked season one. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite shows of the year. I don't know when we talked about our favorite show of the year last year. I think it might have been my number one show. Well, it wasn't mine because I don't think I'd seen it yet. I don't remember. But anyways, I, I really, it really loved it. One, yeah. And I couldn't wait for season two. And I liked season two a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. It's mm. still super entertaining. It's funny. You want to see what's going to happen. Uh, but like you said, the plot sort of goes all over the place, right. you know? Right. And then season three, when they showed the little tease to what's going to happen in season three, it's the actor's Paul Rudd, who's going to apparently be in season three. But he's uh, dead now. Yeah. So is, is he going to be in season three? I don't know. I guess it was just a cameo to die, right? Um, it doesn't look great, you know? I mean, I don't know. Again, it wasn't in the building. It wasn't in the building. So it's like... Yeah. Did they change the name of well, the Well, it's interesting. It's funny because they're like... When they're in season one, when they're talking about like the podcast... And they're like, oh, we can do another... We can do about other murders. And then they want to talk about other murders, right? And Steve Martin's like, no... We're only, only murders in the building. And is, then that becomes the podcast name, which is super funny. The Skip and Josh podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen to the show through Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. To interact with the show, send an email to skipandjoshshow at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and go to Facebook to like the show page. And now for some final thoughts from the guys. There's something that happened this week that really bugged me. Things that bug me? Oh, here we go. What bugs me? That's what we're all about here. So I needed to go purchase a light bulb at the hardware store. (laughs) Yeah. Now, light bulbs these days, used to be there was one kind of light bulb. Now there's there's 18 different kinds of light bulbs. And they're expensive. And they're expensive. So I made sure the last time I purchased this light bulb to keep the box, the mm-hmm. packaging, because mm-hmm. there's no way I would have been able to find the exact same light bulb. It took, it was hard for me to find that that light bulb that time. Yeah, I kept the box. So I have the box, which is now empty, but it still has the label and everything. I went to Canadian Tire, and I found a clerk that worked there, and I showed him the box, and I said, do you have this? Before I could even finish saying this, he said no. Really? He said no. He knows. Well... I didn't buy it at Canadian Tire last time I bought it. I should have known to go to Rona. Uh. But what bothered me is he said no, even before I finished asking the question. So then I said to him, oh, so you don't have any light bulbs at all? He's like, oh, light bulbs are in aisle 43 or whatever. So he didn't realize it was light bulbs because the box was flat? It wasn't flat. It had, you know, the little like beveled thing where where the light bulb goes in. Yeah. So... So I said, oh, so that means you have no light bulbs at all? He's like, oh, no, no, light bulbs are just down there. I said, okay, so you do have light bulbs. Yes. So what did you think this was? Yeah. And he looked at me with this confused look, and he didn't answer. Yeah. And I said, well, what did you think this was? Yeah. He's like, and again, he looked at me very confused. So he clearly, he said no to me without even looking at what it was. (laughs) So bad. Yeah, but how old is he? A young kid. I know. Probably that. younger than your son. That's what happens. What are you going to do? Anyway, I didn't find it at Canadian Tire. I did end up going to Rona, and I did find exactly what I wanted, Good. which I should have just gone to Rona first. For American listeners, Canadian Tire is a big Canadian chain that sells a lot more than tires. You can get everything in the world there. You can get light bulbs, hockey sticks, garden equipment, tires, auto parts, food. 
<laughs> like they got Actually, all... I don't think they had. No, they, they have had like chips and bags of snacks, oh, like okay. and coffee and like, stuff like this. Anyway, it was just so frustrating. He had he didn't he didn't even look at it, and well, just yeah. said no right away. Sad state of affairs, Josh. Yeah. So I want to I, I want to tell you something about. Um, did you hear the news about the NFL Pro Bowl? It's canceled. <laughs> it's canceled. Which and they're replacing it with a flag football game at a skills competition. That's a good idea because no one cares about the the actual game. It's, There's no you, like football. A real football game has hitting and tackling. Yeah. And the Pro Bowl never had that. When in I fact, was, in fact, they should cancel the the NHL All Star Game. Also, and the NBA All Star Game also, because there's no defense no, played in the those NBA games. All Star Game. I think last year the score was like almost 200 to 200. Exactly, it was like 190 to 180. The like, only All Star Game that actually resembles the real game is baseball, is baseball because baseball is really an individual sport. Right. It's not like tennis and golf, which is an individual sport. Yeah. But basically, it's, it's the batter still, versus the it's pitcher. It's still pitcher versus batter. Right. And there's no physical contact. Like, you're not running into somebody yeah, and yeah. trying to check him or tackle him or whatever. But I read an article that this new flag football game and thing that they're going to do, it's Peyton Manning's production company that's going to be doing it. I Actually, I heard the same thing. And so it might actually be entertaining because he's entertaining. Did you watch Monday Night Football this week with Eli and Peyton? I haven't watched Monday Night Football in yeah maybe more than a year. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so the answer is no. The answer is no. But if I were to watch, I would watch the, yeah, the Manning I didn't cast. watch this past one, but I watch. Uh, I will watch only them from now on. Have you? Have you do you have feelings about Aaron Judge? Like uh, with this sixty-first homer? Like in Toronto, there must be they hate the Yankees, right? Right now. Yeah. Well, he did get the he did get the sixty-first homer in Toronto against the Blue Jays. Yeah. But so what bothers me is everyone who's talking about it. You know, they, they dismiss Barry Bonds and they dismiss Mark McGuire and they dismiss Sammy Sosa because yeah. those guys all used performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah. So they, they think to them, 61 is the record, Roger yeah. Maris. Gotcha. So like they think that Aaron Judge getting to 61 is a huge deal. Yeah. And it is. But like they all talk about him as if, you know, he's clean. Except the thing is, when, when Bonds and Sosa and McGuire did it, at the time... You also thought they were clean. Right. You didn't find out till like what five, ten years later right. that they were that they were using. Yeah. I'm not saying the judge is using performance enhancing drugs, but we really don't know. But we really don't know. And if you and if he is, you're not going to find out for another ten years. The judge's season is absolutely incredible. It is. He's going to maybe he's he's rate he's going to win the triple crown most he, likely. He might. The it, batting average is it, a little bit close. Right. Exactly. But but it's like he's leading in every single category. It's absolutely madness. It is. But the, my, my point is, you're not going to know till after he retires that if he was taking well, performance-handling drugs or not. We, we so, don't know that So how, do you, sure. how can you definitively say that he's clean? He might be, but isn't there but drug testing now, or is it completely random? There is drug testing because now. Because when Bonds and McGuire on. were doing it, there was nothing. Right. There right? is drug testing now. But, but how good is the drug testing? I mean, like you see in, in the Tour de France, there's drug yeah. testing. But the... The cheaters are always ahead of the testers. Oh, they're 10 steps ahead. In everything. Yeah, they're Right, track ahead. and field, yeah, cycling. By the, yeah, by the time the testers figure out how to find what they're looking for, the cheaters are already two, two steps ahead. Of, exactly. Like, they're on to the next thing. So even though Major League Baseball does drug testing, yeah. I don't buy it. I just saw a funny tweet about, because you mentioned Bonds and Maguire and Sosa. Mm. So Because like, there's a lot of Yankee haters, and I include myself in that group. Mm. <laughs> like... They're like, why is the tweet was like, why is why is everybody making a, such a big deal? Aaron Judge, he, what he did is he he's now tied for seventh place 
on the on the most home runs hit in a season. That's true. It's right? a, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Like if you're actually going by stats, yeah. He what is he seventh? Like you said. Yeah. Well, he's tied for seventh. Yeah. Right. So what because Maguire and Sosa have multiple seasons, and then Bonds is number right. one. So what is the big deal? Yeah. Well, it's the American League record, but that doesn't mean anything either because there's a crazy amount of interleague play. So Correct. there's no American. So what is the big deal? The only big deal is that it's a Yankee record. Well, that's why. And and it's also not only hundred percent. Not only is it sixty-one home runs, but the previous record was done 61 years ago. Yeah. To the day, I yeah, think. Yeah. Have you you seen that movie 61 Asterix? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a good I saw movie. It. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So so if you're a Yankee fan, it's a big deal. But otherwise, eh, who cares, right? You know, what are you gonna discount Bonds and McGuire and Sosa because they did performance enhancing drugs? Then you have to discount all of Roger Clemens' records, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and everyone else that did performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. The and, thing is, uh, the there's thing no is, there's no w- real answer. Right. Honestly. There are guys in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, of course. Who have done performance enhancing drugs and you just don't know about it. Of course there are. So yeah. how are you going to decide, oh, this count, this record counts and this one doesn't? Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, eventually I think they're all going to count. And right. It'll be what it'll be. So will you watch the baseball playoffs? Like, I know you didn't watch a lot of baseball during the season. But... Actually, I watched more regular season baseball this year than I have in a long yeah. time. I'll probably watch the playoffs. I, usually I, I will watch the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Because it's the playoffs and it's October and... There's a lot going on. You know, we've always said October is a very busy month for sports because you've got baseball, you've got hockey, you've got the NFL, you've got the CFL. It's the NBA's kind of starting too. Right, Right. yeah, exactly. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. So it's a busy month. Good stuff. All right, well, great talking to you about only murders. And I'll talk to you next time. Have a great week.